Welcome to Happy Inside, it's Michelle here, bringing you 10 years of clinical experience in gut-focused therapy and embodied psychotherapy. We're talking about the behavioural and psychological aspects of gut disorders, chronic conditions, chronic stress and anxiety. All those conversations you've been waiting to have are happening here. start out by asking you a question. Do you have the capacity to sit with your emotions at any given time? And especially when those emotions are intense. It's a tough one, right? It's tough. Emotions are hard. They can be excruciating and make you feel uneasy and uncomfortable and irrational. (laughs) Emotions are hard. There's no doubt about it. And it's really very common, I see in my clinic, a reduced capacity to be with those emotions and a fear about being with those emotions. There's a quote that I often share, which is, the fear of suffering is greater than the suffering itself. The fear of suffering is greater than the suffering itself. And we can really relate this to emotions There's a lot of avoiding emotions. And the avoidance, I think, comes from that very quote, you know, the anticipation that it's going to be too much. I won't know how to cope with it. It'll be overwhelming for me. And let's, let's start off by giving you some leeway here because it's very common for people to not be emotionally intelligent and have the capacity to sit with and be with those emotions in the moment as they are. This is not something that we're taught, really. Often you'll look in, you know, back through your own families and see, oh, yeah, no, I wasn't taught that or my parents didn't do emotions or we just pushed them to the side or whatever it was. So we really want to acknowledge and validate here that this may be an incapacity you have through no fault of your own. This is not something uh, that you were taught to do, that you are skilled at. So it makes sense that, well, i got all these things that are happening inside me that are overwhelming and too much and I don't know what to do with them and so I'll just distract myself and do something different and bury them down. Yeah. 
I know. You got a lot of emotions living in your gut, <laughs> in your body. Yes. And, you know, the body doesn't know how to do them, how to store them like that. They want to be seen and felt and processed and acknowledged and validated. They're real. They're part of your human experience. Humaning is hard. And, you know, as a human, you're a behavioral being, an emotional being. So you can't push that part of you aside as much as I know you try and you want to. But here's the thing, you become fearful about those emotions. You know, the more you push them aside and and don't deal with them, well, then the more they build up, for starters, they're just, they're still in there. <laughs> and you know it as well. If you are really honest about it, you'd be able to say, yeah, I know. I know I am tucking all of these things away. You know that when you're pushing them down or to the side or wherever it is, that they're not dealt with. You know, that they're just lingering there and you're doing everything possible to keep them quiet. And it's not only my own personal experience but it's also my view as in what I've observed that that is a, a really anxious way of living to constantly be running from something that you can't actually run away from. It's like running from your shadow. <laughs> you just can't do it. It's, there is always a shadow. And so we want you know, to build the capacity in you to let those emotions be here, to know, to feel confident, to trust in yourself that you can tolerate those emotions. Because we want to take layers of fear and anxiety and anticipation away you know, and dread and overwhelm. We want to take all those away. You don't need those as well on top of all the things that you're already feeling. Wouldn't it be nice? And look, you probably see this depicted in movies and TV. Well, I do. You know, when you see people who have great capacity for emotion and they are able to stay with that emotion in grace... And they stay grounded. They don't push the emotion away. That's not necessarily something that we really admire. It's not, you know, we, <laughs> no one's naming that as a characteristic and an attribute and trait, you know, in others. So what, what do you see as the main traits in this person, you know, your friend, your employee, whatever? Oh, they are a champion at pushing emotions down. They just don't do any emotions. It's great. Mm, no, I, I have to say I've never heard that one. <laughs> you know, let's be real about it. it that's not, it's not something we admire in people because as a human being, we want to be seen and heard and acknowledged for all of us, for who we are. 
And that includes our emotional experiences. We want to know that when we're distraught and stressed and sad, someone sees that in us and says, oh, I see how painful it is and it's okay. It's okay to have these feelings. It's okay to feel this way. It's okay to respond that way about that circumstance. That's what we yearn for in our lives. But yet there's a fear that we can't be with the very emotions that are there, you know, that we can acknowledge and really see and hear. Because when we do, and you might remember this from um, experiences with other people, when you've been in emotional pain and someone has related to you with compassion and empathy about that, it's very healing. It's softening. Oh, we go, oh, my gosh, I, you know, I don't have to resist it so much. I don't have to push it away or yeah, I can just allow it to be here. It is softening within us. And this is what's important is when we're talking about your physical body and how ailments are expressed in your body, well, then we know that stress and tension, overwhelm, etc., that that just activates all that physical tension and, and ailments in your body. So we want to bring a softening to that. It's also my experience that those avoidant kind of strategies, well, you know, they keep you running, right? You've got to keep busy. You've got to, you know, have every, <laughs> every inch of your day that you are doing something just in case those emotions come about. Oh, my God, you can't possibly have a spare minute to yourself. You have to keep busy and active and doing things and multitasking and it's go, go, go all the time, right? Because, God forbid, if I have a moment that I'm, that I'm not doing anything and I just have to sit and be with myself, well, those emotions are going to come to the surface because they're going to go, oh, thank God, she's free. She's available. She can see me. They're begging to be seen. But in your mind, you're going, oh, no, there's no way that I can have any of that time available to me because then I'm going to have to be with myself. And <gasps> you're afraid of that. You know, it's overwhelming. You know, how am I going to be with that if I don't know how to sit with those emotions and have the capacity to tolerate them? Well, then, of course, I'm going to run a mile and you know, go a gazillion miles an hour throughout my day so that there's never an opportunity for that to happen. But if you don't sleep well, well, guess what? That's a time when, you know, your psyche knows, oh, great. You know, he or she's lying down. It's nice and quiet. They're not doing any other activities. Oh, fantastic. I'll just grab their attention now at 2.34 a.m. <laughs> And keep you awake until, you know, 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning because that's when you're available. Remember, those emotions, they want your attention. They're important. You're feeling them for reason. For starters, you know, your humanness, 
is being activated. You're meant to feel sad and stressed and overwhelmed and frustrated and angry and outraged. You're meant to feel all of those things. So imagine if you're meant to feel them and then you don't. Allow yourself. Oh, wow. You've really got to find somewhere big to store those away. And there needs to be a lot of vigilance about keeping the lid on them, right? Because you're just packing them in. I'll just squeeze another one in. I'll just squeeze more in and quick shut the door before any of them can pop back out. Yeah, that, that room, that bin, that bucket, whatever they're in, your gut, it's just getting bigger and bigger. It's bursting at the seams. Those emotions want to come out. Yes. So here's what I've learned. And when you distract yourself and you do all those activities, you know, you know that there's something there that you're not attending to. And I'll share with you what my experience is about that or how I relate to that. My internal response, if I, if I have an emotion, a substantial one, and I try and ignore it, push it aside, even momentarily if I try and do that, oh, there's like this other part of me that just raises its arms and voice and goes, oh, no, that is not happening And it also says, I call BS on this. No, I know what you're doing. I know that you are trying to push me aside. I know that you're trying to avoid me and you can't do it. (sighs) So I just, I, I know I used to avoid them if I could because I didn't have the capacity. And as my capacity's grown, that response has happened where it's gone, "Uh uh-uh, nope, that's not happening, you're not avoiding me, you're going to listen to me now. And so I do. And, you know, sometimes it only has to be momentary. So I might be in the middle of something uh, that I, you know, that I can't pause, um, you know, to spend 5, 10, 20, 30 minutes, you know, on whatever's arisen within me. But I can just for kind of 10 or 15 seconds say, okay, all right, so I'm noticing there's a real overwhelm of irritation or sadness here. Yep, and I can see that that's related to that thought or, you know, that thing that just happened. Okay, and it's really painful. This is actually really quite hard. All right, I'm going to spend some time on that later on. So it's just being able to acknowledge right in that moment, this is what it is, it's painful, and it's here. And, you know, I'm going to spend some time with it. And guess what? It softens. And then it goes, okay, she heard me, and I trust her. And I trust her. I know she will come back to me. Because it is, again, going to call BS on me if I try and appease it momentarily by saying, yeah, 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 okay, uh, yep, it, yep, it's definitely this feeling. I can recognize that, that, yeah, it's painful and, yep, 
that's enough. I'm not really going to come back to it later. It just goes, <laughs> yeah, you know, I can hear your thoughts, right? <laughs> that's what it says. You know, I can hear your thoughts. And so I know you're not going to come back to it, which means I'm going to keep this emotion really intense right now so that you are forced to attend to it. Yeah. Oh, oh. I know all that's happening. <laughs> so, yeah. So I give it some space in the moment. Ah, oh, yep. Okay, that's what it is. And I'll come back to it later if I need to. And if I've got the time in the moment, well, then that's even greater. That's better. And I can give it that time. I can say, okay, wow, this is, this is intense. This is really painful. Yeah, this emotion I'm feeling is I'm distressed. What's the distress? Oh, it's a lot of sadness, actually. Okay. All right, so what's the sadness about? Where's it coming from? Oh. You know, I feel sad about X, Y, Z. Oh, oh, wow, I really feel, yeah, the sadness right down in my gut. It's really heavy in my body. It's, yeah. And then I go from there and I ask it questions and I let it answer and I answer and I explore it some more, just exactly the work I do with you in sessions. And I keep going and I just keep, I just keep chipping at it, chipping away, chipping away, asking all the right questions, you know, kind of reaching down further and further into it until that ultimate softening happens in the body. And then I go, ah, I've arrived. Okay. This is what it's about. This is the core of it. Ah, okay. And then, you know, sometimes I don't even need to do anything about that. After after that, that's it. That's all that needs to be done, a real seeing it, feeling it, hearing it, acknowledging it, allowing it to be there. That's the formula, really. That's the recipe. So seeing it, hearing it, feeling it, allowing it, acknowledging it, validating it, allowing it again, <laughs> you know, being compassionate with yourself. Yeah, this is really painful. And then you don't have to do much with it after that. You don't really have to then sort it out. You know, there's, there's no great steps afterwards. There can be, you know, it can it can help you get to the core of what's happening, which gives you the clarity about where to move forwards, you know. But it also gives you uh, an outlet so it doesn't store in the body. It also means that you've resolved that moment of that emotion, so the next time it happens, it might be 10 minutes later, it might be hours, it might be days, weeks, months. But the next time it happens, it's not layered onto. You've already addressed the original one. So the next time it happens, you just address that one. 
And then you don't get this overwhelm of all the layers of the unresolved things that are just sitting there that are now, you know, being their buttons are being pushed. They're saying, come on, I need you to come and hear me as well. What about me? What about all the past times you felt this? Mm. So having the capacity to be with emotions, it deactivates that fear response within you. You know, that lack of trust, that fear of overwhelm, I don't know what to do with them, I can't be with them. And remember, if you've never learnt, then how would you know? I'm here to help you learn about you, about your internal world, about the things that activate really valid emotion in you. Every emotion is valid. It informs us about what's important to you. That's the gold. That's what we want to hear. We really want to hear that, listen to that, feel it, experience it, validate, acknowledge it, allow it. That's you at your core. Oh, your body is no place to be storing emotions and your gut is definitely no place to be storing them. Your gut doesn't know how to digest emotions. There's a different process. We don't digest emotions. We feel them. We experience them. We allow them. We don't digest them. That's not what digestive system does. It digests food. Emotions can't be digested. Ugh. No wonder the digestive tract doesn't work properly. It doesn't know how to break down sadness and draw out the nutrient and pass the rest of the waste through. No. Stomach doesn't know how to break down anxiety and anger. No, that's not the job. Yeah. Let's leave the digestive tract just to do the job that it knows how to do. It's one of the kindest things you can do for it. And we can attend to the emotions so that they don't affect your digestion or any other part of your body. How nice would that be? A shout out to one of my listeners, Aubrey Jean, who left a review for this podcast. Thank you so much. I wanted to share a few of those words here for you. Aubrey Jean talks about the life experience with IBS, the difficulty with elimination diets and says, somehow my dysfunctional gut managed to tell me food wasn't my problem. In the past few years with some major life stressors, my gut became a source of complete misery. In the evenings, I'd be so bloated that I would be in tears to my partner, so fed up, so tired and desperately wanting my body to be normal. Always Googling for new advice, I finally stumbled across Happy Inside and I've not looked back. I've also incorporated reading, osteopath visits, a couple of acupuncture visits and yoga and meditation. But the thing that gives me clear, encouraging, 
practical guidance and real changes in my thinking has been this podcast. One particularly amazing revelation was how emotional I became listening to Michelle describe coming home to your body. I encourage anyone struggling with their gut or any chronic pain to listen to all the episodes and consider the Happy Inside app too. I'm so grateful, Michelle. Thank you. Oh, Aubrey Jean, thank you so much. It is so dear to me to hear your words and your gratitude and so fulfilling to hear that I've reached you and had some influence in your life. Thank you so much. These reviews mean a great deal to me. I love hearing your experiences and I know personally in my life that I review a lot of things before I buy them, engage with them, etc. I know we love to hear about other people's experiences and I love to hear about yours. So please know that there are many avenues uh, where you can leave reviews. There's the Google reviews if you simply Google Happy Inside. There is, of course, all the reviews for this podcast. For whatever platform you're listening on, there is a review system there. Before you end, before you put your phone down, you can simply go on and and pop your review in there and your thoughts and your experiences. Um, There's the review of the iPhone app as well. There's so many places where you can share your experiences to help inform others and to get that information back to me, which is so fulfilling. I really appreciate it. And of course, if you want to make contact with me, the best place to go is to my website, happyinside.com.au, where you can find links to Instagram, Facebook, Um, the booking links uh, where you can go on and and make a booking for one-on-one consultations with me, no matter where you are across the world. I hope that we meet or make contact sometime soon.